0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Promoting positivity and inclusivity. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie
1: Fernandez, Reverend Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera.
0: Step in line with me Put your hands up Get on your feet Oh, oh
1: Another episode of Voices of Unity. I'm Rev Skip.
0: Aloha, I'm Faith Rev. Rivera.
1: Rev. Oh, who are this, you? Here we are. <laughs> We are one voice, anyway. We are, we
0: are one voice. Today we're like stepping, stepping and flowing together. So we got Rev Jackie, we got Faith Rivera, and we've got you here. I have voices Absolutely. of unity. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Almost it's, April, my birthday month.
1: <laughs> and our anniversary month. So we've been yes. working on this airwave of spirit, the spiritual airwaves, we want to call it, uh, for almost a year together, y'all. Yes. longer than that if you count you know after rise and the aloha things we've done on <laughs> you know we'd so a little bit longer than that but you know it's been yeah it's been a great ride huh
0: well I was I know you guys talked about oh. this last week when uh duh I missed like the beginning of the
1: show <laughs> you sure did, but you? <laughs> um
0: yeah I mean isn't it amazing it's like our one year birthday and you know it's we're going to move on to something new. I mean, we're all being called to, I guess, transform. I, I, part of me is a little boo-hoo and I know spirit knows, uh, you know, it's, it's guiding the way there's something else for us. So yeah. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Sigh of breath. Exciting times, right? Changes in the air. Spring is in the air. It's. I mean, I guess, depending on what side of the planet you're on, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's true.
2: It's interesting though to think, cause I was just telling Rev
0: Skip that before we came on. For me personally, it's just a lot of time of, um, possibility. You could also say unknown. And, 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 you know, when things are bubbling, like you said, Rev Jackie, it's funny cause, you, you, sometimes for me, I get caught up in the bubbles. So really my intention right now is I want to stay steady. Like I want to, you know, I want to be happy now, like not needing to have, you know, the answer like, where is our show going to go? You know, what, you know, travel that's coming up. But what do you guys feel about that when changes are coming up? Are you yeah. budding and blooming? Or are you kind of trying to rein I mean, it in?
1: I'm, I'm always very surprised when, well, I'm not surprised. I'm very clear. This is all the universe. But I remember towards the middle of February, we were talking about what are we going to do for March? and What are we going to do for April? And it came to mind, letting go of things that no longer serves. Did not know we were talking about being on Unity Radio. (laughs) I didn't know we were setting ourselves up for that. And and I love that we're being invited to practice what we we have going on. I embrace, I love the cleansing time and cleaning out my closets. And I gave away half my closet of clothes to Out of the Closet, a charity. I just want to get rid of it. But then I bought some other stuff. So I I love cleaning out and buying new stuff in my closet. I love that process. Oh, my God.
2: I think I've done too the universe much of, of bores a void, right? You, gotta, you clear it out so you can bring it in.
1: That's right. That's right. I need That's me right. a
0: void, though. I, I I gotta get better at creating the void. Well, you guys know I've had like two homes trying to, you know, it's like where is the void? Like, you know, I'm longing for the
1: the void.
0: So anyway, Rev Skip, isn't today you said a special day?
1: Yeah, we're How's we're you want to bring um, attention to our day It It is tra- is transgender visibility day and here at voices of unity we always want to celebrate um these months these days everything that we can do to really promote inclusivity um one of the things that we have mentioned on this show it's an alarming amount of transgender men and women who are being killed every day because of who they are standing up to be and here in florida we are, we, we read just, our governor just passed the don't say gay, um, bill. And it just, it's, yes. it, it's unbelievable that we are still working to separate us. And, um, so I did on, uh, Instagram, follow me on Instagram, you can see it. I did a little one minute clip talking to kids and saying that if you're in school, And it doesn't matter what the teacher says or doesn't say, you are okay if you have two mommies, if you have two daddies, if you have a mommy and two daddies. Whatever you have, you are perfect. You're special. And if we continue to speak these words of separation, it's going to continue to have a residual effect into the next generation and generation and generation. We have to stop the poison. We have to stop the, um, the, the talk of separation, it, it has to stop now. So with our governor feeling that he needs to pass a bill to protect our kids, our, some of our kids have two daddies and two mommies. And if you can't go into school saying, I want to talk about my two dads, you know, um, and, and we have a member in our community, two dads in our community. They took their kids out of public school because they don't want their kids to be anywhere. They can't say, here's my two dads. It's ridiculous right now in Florida. Ridiculous. So, yeah. Yes. I know. I know. So this well, is why we shout out, you know, yes. our, our Transgender Visibility Day, LGBT Women's History Month. This is why we have to continue to um, um, speak these words of inclusivity.
0: Yes. Yes. and You know... <laughs> It reminds me of Patricia Robles, who always said that, you know, as more light is coming through each of us and in the planet that, you know, those old ways, I mean, they're clinging on for life, you know, mm. and that that's what this measure feels like, this desperation. And and yet here's what's interesting. Uh, my friend that's been staying with us works for ESPN, which is a part of Disney. And it, I was shocked, you guys. I heard them on um, a corporate call addressing things like this. Yeah. From, from racism to what you're talking about now and, and, um, I mean, a whole meeting on inclusivity and how to use words that are inclusive and loving. And I was like, what? You know, so, Um, you know, I know it doesn't make it better in this instance for those dads and for those kids, but I I think both the light is really expanding and, you know, just like that you're here and we're here to say, you know, and it's a word. Let's, you know, let's fashion some new incredible
1: word. The one thing you mentioned, Disney, which I, I, I love them even more now here, in florida at disney world Mm -hmm. um uh the governor wants to take away their status as being a town because disney world is a city it's a town they want to take away the status because they are fighting the don't say gay they're saying we're going to say it anyway and and they want to take away their status as being a town and a city so um rev jackie have you heard about all this or what are your feelings on this rev oh yeah
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it's so interesting to me how many people don't understand the impact it has on kids. For some reason, they're equating the conversation or content that would be happening in a kindergarten or first grade classroom as about sex. And it's it's not, but it's the implication of what you're saying that, you know, my children wouldn't be able to just talk about their family. And um, and I hear what you're saying, Faith, that it's like... Um, the last sort of remnants trying to sort of fight for life and trying, trying to survive. And, um, and it's really hard to, you know, understand that this is happening at a state level, you know, in the government and it's has enough support uh, to go in that direction. Um, I mean, it's, it feels defeating um, in a way, you know, we're 10 years, almost 10 years to uh, from DOMA. And yet it feels like we've gone, we've gone 10 years before that. You know, it's, it's, it's challenging.
0: Well, we, we've talked about this, but I think the current storyline, no, I'm not going to say current, the storyline up till now, which is changing has been, you know, the patriarchal and, you know, most of our leaders is, is in that. So I think that's mm-hmm. why they're able to impact it at that level. But I wish, I wish, I wish we could yeah. have this telescope, microscope to really look at the base of people. You know what I mean? Are they for war? Are they mm-hmm. for really yeah. like not saying a word of what, you know, mm-hmm. all these other beautiful people are? I mean, so, mm-hmm. I, and I, I mean, it's your yeah. life. So I can't even pretend to know. And mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, it is the select few who are in power for now yeah. who are having mm-hmm. to say their goodbye. And, and I know you that know. I love you guys and I don't mean to minimize it. It is a word you, you know, you, yeah. each person is so freaking powerful, you know, even if we have to call you some other name, I mean, so to me, and, I just, yeah. But well, you know, my, my favorite yeah. like TikTok
2: yeah. about it has been um, <laughs> that you know, the, I gonna explain the whole thing, but the gist of it, if it were sort of a meme, is that, you know, the governor thought that he would, you know, take a word away, but instead ignited a national, if not global conversation, in which everyone is using the word, you know, well, gay, yeah. gay, 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 gay. Yeah. You know? and, and so it's like, yep. well, you know, the punchline is, well, you know, that didn't go the way I planned. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right. Right. The, the other thing, too, is um, Reverend Jackie, you were talking about the implications of this and faith. you're We're talking. This is was ground zero for a test ground. Now we have Alabama that's that wanting to follow suit and we have Mississippi. And now we have um, they're trying to pass it in other red states. And um, so the implication of this it is starting to catch on and, and it works here in, in Florida. So now other people that are wanting to bring it to their state. Um, so, but I do have hope. I do have hope. I do have love. And as long as we have a radio show, we're going to shout out love. We're going to bring love and we're going to tell, like I'm wearing my love t-shirt today. Um, the listeners can't hear, can't see it, but that's what we're all about. And we're going to balance this energy Um, and, and, and rise up. And I believe we have a voice here. And that's why I'm so grateful that we're going to continue. I don't know where we, what station we're going to be on, but we're going to continue this trio of voices.
0: Yes. (laughs) I know. I know, I, I feel like, I feel like, and you guys just have, we're all friends. You, you shut faith up at any time that I'm not being loving, but I'm just like, I guess I feel on fire. I feel like part and I'm again, I'm not right. I'm not gay. I'm not lesbian. But in me, Faith, where I'm sitting, I'm like, go take away the word. I mean, because the love is still there in every family and every person like me. That You know what I mean? So I guess we just have to be louder. We just have to be more present. All the people that, you know, that love. Everyone, gays, lesbians, tra- transgender—you know—we just have to be louder. Like, take the word if they want to take the word. Well, but I, love you, I, I love you, unicorn.
1: I love you. I know. Sorry, I'm like. I know, no, no. I love you. No, my sister. I love you, my <laughs> unicorn sister. But I want to say this with an yes. absolute love. You say cannot. It. This is If you deny a language of us even speaking, that's the beginning of something deeper. So the representation of taking away a word, it goes deeper, especially for those who've been marginalized. And Faith, it's like saying to you, you can't say Hawaiian, or you can't say Asian, you can't say Filipino. Yes. If, if you're three years old, you're not allowed to say Filipino in class. Yes. What? Are you kidding me? That, yes. that just is one of the things that we're, we're looking at because this is a part of an identity and it's part of who we are. And it's part that makes us so beautiful. I think that's what the big uproar is. It's like you can't say black anymore. And guess what? There's an anti-woke war oh woke um, act that's going out where you can't talk about slavery. You can't talk about slavery and you have to follow the narrative in school that slavery was not that bad. It's the beginning of something that we have to stand up. I, I don't know, Rev, Rev Jackie. <laughs> I'm not saying not to yeah, stand I, up. I,
2: I mean, it's an it's an erasure. It's an erasure of identity and of people, and and people are what's behind that identity. And I and I hear what you're saying, Faith. That the power isn't in the word; it's in it's in the person. Right. But um, but but what is being um, legitimized as law is that the person no longer has the power to self-identify. And, and that is, uh, I mean, we just can't, we can't spiritualize our way out of that. Like that, that's just wrong. It is a disconnect. Um, you know, we, we know there's power in the spoken word. Yes. So how do we be that's different so to say, well, just oh, find, to find a new word, <laughs> you know, I mean, to say find a new word is still denying a person of, you know, of their identity. It's like, well, we just need to re identify. So instead of saying you're Filipino, you know, just find a different word for that. It, it, it just it, it pulls so much out that's so much more than just the person.
1: Yeah. And Faith, you were going to ask a question. What was your question, Faith?
2: Oh, wow. it was
1: good. You were like, how? And you stopped. And you yeah. were saying, how? What was the how?
0: Uh, oh, what I was saying is, how do we be different? Um, you know, with these, you know, cause we've been here before, whether it's putting down, you know, the, the black people or the poor people, or we've been here before. How do we lean into love? So please take away my words. Like, I don't mean it to feel that. And I know, you know, it, that's not what I meant. Um, right. But how do we lean into love instead of Playing the same game of, well, you take away your gay. Well, then, you know, like that fighting. Cause it's, I just feel like it's always a standstill, you know, as far as if we're looking at the law, we can get an inch here, get an inch there. And I guess, I guess I'm taking it to that spiritual realm of like, how do we just at this point? Cause I don't know how to change the laws, but how so, can I empower myself spiritually? You know, Faith, this is
1: a very amazing question. I spoke on this on Sunday about Martin Luther King and Gandhi. And these came out of spiritual movements. Martin Luther King came out of, out of the out of the Baptist, you know, Southern Baptist Convention, and Gandhi came out of the Hindu. Um, um, but he was he was a, a part of the spiritual movement, and they all stood up in love. It was a peaceful movement. It was nonviolence, but they stood up. My one of my teacher um, teachers, uh, uh, Dr. Deborah Johnson, says that we can not. We have to stop compartmentalizing our spiritual faith and our activism because it's never worked because we are activists and we are spiritual beings. We must rise up and say, we don't agree with this. We're going to stand in love. We're going to stand in peace, but we are not going to be ran over anymore. Eventually, black people got the right to vote. And eventually, you know, the Indian people got the chance to be independent so i believe it is there is something that we can do and i believe i love i love gandhi and and martin luther king what they did and i believe that is the movement of nonviolence.
2: you know it's an opportunity to really take seriously the um responsibility to vote you know to participate in local government not just national um government elections but also local because this is the impact the local government can have. Um, you know, it's uh, it's beyond me how freedom of speech can preserve the right for a at the time I believe president uh, presidential candidate to insult an entire class of disabled people, but for some reason it doesn't protect the right for a child to simply say I have two mommies or two daddies like that is such a massive disconnect and aberration of the law that it we don't even have to get spiritual about it we can just stay in the realm of like actually we have the right to free speech in this country so
1: i don't know yeah well I have another kind of controversial thing I want to bring to the table today. But well, we're that, not done that okay? yet. Are we, we're we not- we going <laughs> to be don't ask gay. We're going to don't say gay. We're going to continue that way. So I, I have another hot topic that I, I want to bring to to y'all.
0: Wait, wait, wait for me.
1: Okay, i wait for you. Wait for me
0: because okay, I go. want to, I want to, I'm really listening, you know, I'm really listening. And yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm really listening, and I I don't know how I love you so much, and all the kids you're saying that will be, you know, really having to dig deep to find the love in this country, you know. And I just I just don't know how we can't at this point change their minds. I guess. So I, I I guess I'm searching for the how and I don't know how but I still know that it is love and it is standing in truth it's standing with you you know um but you you know what I'm saying like I don't yeah. know how to change those people's minds yeah. so
1: and and, and, and to so and here's here's the great thing that I love what Spirit's saying is you might not know what to do but you know who to turn to or what to turn to and you stand in that place of love and you be guided by love, you'll know what to do. Right now, Faith, a lot of us don't know what to do. Like I said, I did a one minute reel speaking about this. That was mine to do on Instagram. I put it on Facebook. I talked about this. There's nothing wrong with us when we have two mommies, two daddies, two, a mommy and four daddies, whatever you have, this is God's special family. I spoke about this from the pulpit. That was mine to do. Everyone will find out what it is theirs to do. And it might not be anything for you to do, but just to pray and send out that love vibe. It's like not everyone was on the front lines on on Black Lives Matter. I was there on a couple of the protests, but not everyone was there. Some people were praying. Some people were supporting with money.
0: Well, I would love... What if if from one of you and I'm I'm with you, too, like if we put up our logo, you know, voices of unity and just put a make a statement from us about it, if that feels good to you guys. And then I would love to share that. I mean, that's one strong way with our heart to say, you know, all that we're saying here. So that's one way. And this conversation is definitely a big way for me. So so thank you. Jackie, you know, and, and Rev Skip, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, think,
2: you know, Talking about it, bringing it, you know, forward and bringing different, you know, viewpoints is is how we shift consciousness.
1: Whew. Okay, so I'm going to shift a little shift before we get into Swedish uh, death cleaning. Before we get there, I have another hot topic that I need to kind of talk about and because I'm healing from it, um, and being a black man in America, this is Voices of Unity, I can I can talk about this. Um, did you watch the Oscars and did you see what everybody is talking about? And when I saw it, and I'm gonna tell this is a part of the experience, the first thing when I saw it, I went, oh, and I got physically sick. Physically sick because I have been attacked. I have been bullied. I have been sexually assaulted by other black men when I was in boarding school and it would, it just brought back all this, "Mm, what is going on? And, um, but it's now been a big shift. It's been a huge shift of prayer. It's been a huge shift of there has to be grace upon this whole situation. I'm talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. There has to be, for me, Prayer and grace, and what has come out of this is that I, I'm hopefully, because I have an issue with comedians that pick on people, and 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 the shift is happening of how power of the tongue, and everyone says freedom of speech, a comedian can say whatever they want, da 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 da, until it hurts someone. Hopefully, this is going to be a shift, but I also know that violence is never ever ever the answer and i'm still healing from that and it's so funny i just i sometimes go that just didn't happen even today i'm on my treadmill going did that happen yeah it happened it, it was a powerful thing i think touched the whole entire world it wasn't just me so i just want to hear if it affected you both and did you see it and what was some of the things that came up for you Yeah, I was watching live and
2: (laughs) I, I had to, I, when I was so shook when it happened, I had to, I had to stop and rewind, you know, (laughs) to like, what just happened? Um, Because, you know, Chris Rock was smiling and you didn't really know what was happening. And then it went mute. um, The, you know, so you couldn't hear what was being said, but I, you heard the, the thud of contact, you know, against the microphone. So um, it's been really interesting for me to read all of the massive variety of opinions out there about this one event and um, people defending both people uh, involved. And um, I, it's, I, it is a um wonderful study in human behavior and psychology. Um so yeah, I'll I'll leave mine at that. But yeah, it was it it shook me to witness to witness that seemingly unprovoked act of violence. And and I use the word seemingly intentionally. Yeah.
0: I know. I don't know that I wanna say my opinion. <laughs> but this is why we have this
1: talk show, honey. Faith, speak your word. Speak know. it. Okay. Speak it. Here I go.
0: Okay. Um, I I was shook by how shook everybody was. I was <laughs> I was shook by the like you know, I don't okay, I'm just gonna say it. By the quick, like demonizing and violence I felt towards the person who caused the violence. Okay, these are all Faith's unfiltered thoughts.
1: Oh, We're going to go and break, and you hold that thought, because I want to hear you when you get back.
2: Okay. It's a cliffhanger.
0: You found the most positive place on the Internet. Thanks for listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org.
1: Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity. Faith, you were saying... (laughs) <laughs> you were going to tell us what well yeah i mean i
0: i said it in the last clip already that i i it really what surprised me was yeah just how shook everybody was i guess and and um i guess i'm always saying the same thing it just became to me it was a reflection of what we all have going on you know what i mean that inner war the conflict the anger i mean because you know, it's been bubbling up in me around certain things. And, you know, we've touched upon that on the topics we've talked about here. And so I'm not saying what he did was justified, but uh, I don't know, I guess, how how do you lean in into love? I guess I just saw more violence come from that action in words from people who weren't meaning to be violent. They were, you know, so I don't know. Uh, and, and then to be honest, because I'm the unicorn, of course, I saw the post where I saw both apologies and come to find out their Chris Rock apology was not even real, you know, but in my mind, I thought uh, I'm, I mean, I was at peace with that. I said, it's two humans who crossed the line and just couldn't, they weren't emotionally well ventilated. Right. And um it spilled over. And then they said, sorry. So in my little unicorn book, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel it the way as everyone else felt it. So, yeah,
1: um, I, I, I think it just, it definitely depends on, because I have a friend who said that as well, very similar to what you're saying. And um, I know that it just brought back so much history, trauma for me seeing it happen. And, and it was instantaneous instantaneous reaction to and it brought back so much trauma for me um, but I did read um, it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had a beautiful article about explaining what happened and how this is a time for healing and this is a time that you know Will Smith has the opportunity now to do something different to maybe be a you know to to be a warrior for for, for you know, peace or I don't, I don't know something out of this is going to shift. It already has. So, and
0: I think if we're each willing to see that story play out as our own story, you know, the Chris Rock things we've said and the (laughs) Will Smith, oops, I didn't manage my anger. Well, you know, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm giving him too much of a pass, but I imagine living like them. How many times do they hold themselves back? And having to be so strong and centered in who they are, not to let the outside world that's judging you phase you at it all. I mean, so I don't know. I I just feel for all of them, for all of us. And it is yeah. our story playing with and, well.
1: and that's where I say grace, grace and prayers for mm-hmm. everything. And it was the other thing too, is we're still in the middle of a, a war, raging war all over the world. There are wars all over the world. And then we see... Um, I want to say the other thing, and I'm going to fasten to Reverend Jackie. The, 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 the real ironic, not even ironic, but it was, I was very awake and aware. This is the pinnacle of Will Smith's career. He's going to receive the award that only very few black men have ever received. And he sabotages this moment with, violence to another black man it was very interesting to see that in my eyes the height of his career I know he's going to do more but the height of it and in that moment it happened then and that was very interesting and yeah so
2: that's a familiar story yeah <laughs> you know I think that's uh, so powerful what you're saying Faith that it's all of our stories are played out we're played out there on the world stage you know and uh we would all hope that in those finest moments or potentially our finest moments that we would choose the finest response uh to anything and um and we just saw a failure of that a very human moment i think we need to move on we're it's all we're almost out of time and we haven't got to what we actually came here to talk about today (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, I think I think it all ties in. All right.
2: Because our intention was to speak about
0: Swedish death cleaning. And it was really popularized in 2017 by um, a Swedish woman, Margareta, uh, Margareta Magnussen. She's the author of The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, How to Make Your Loved One's Lives Easier and Your Own Life More Pleasant. And so it's amazing because this comes out of that culture. And as I studied it, I found that in Sweden, do you know, they have a state tax so that when you pass away, all your funeral expenses or at least the basics are covered. Um, I learned about they have these death cafes where like they meet and they have their drinks, but they're, t- they're grieving together and they're talking about loss. And so this process, I mean, you know, all we're talking about today, I'm like, this is like, universe or global earth's um swedish death cleaning you know where all the dirty laundry is right here guys (laughs) and how do you how do you declutter that so um i don't know you guys have anything to say because i have a few more things to say about it but um anything comes off. go ahead
1: well go ahead faith no continue on because i want to hear more about this i want to tell me a little bit more about this tell us okay
0: so Margareta says that, um, you know, there's three reasons why really why we gather stuff. And I think, again, it applies to what we're talking to. One, we hoard stuff naturally, right? Because our, our tendency to hunt and gather that that's easily understandable. Number two, this is interesting, our clutter instinct, the more we have, the more we feel secure, the abundance, right? And for in our story today, I think it's about the security of our old beliefs of how it's been number three, the fear of losing things and people, because it's hard to part with who we were, even when you want to change. Right. So, um, so she, she, it's an interesting way to look at it. Cause you know, we're all into this Marie Kondo decluttering, but this is a whole other purpose. How do you really release what isn't serving us? And how does it make us more present to our lives now? Um, and it also helps all the other people, right? <laughs> you know, after we pass, and again in our scenario today of what we're talking about. So I don't know. Do we any any comments
1: <laughs> there? Yeah, I mean, so much that can be said about that, yes. and, you know, yes. being in, in in a society that hoards naturally. Wow, that speaks. And now I go back to what I said at the beginning. I cleaned up my closet just to refill it. (laughs) Come on, I mean, well, well, but but I don't
0: think the purpose is just to have empty closets. I think it's the meaning and like deliberate intention. And I remember they they had this great quote of said minimizing possessions to maximize you know your life. So, and we can apply that to that minimizing the you know whatever beliefs or habits to maximize your life. So, what do you think, Rev Jackie?
2: Yeah, well, it makes me think of Ikea, you know, it explains the furniture, <laughs> oh. you know, that it's Swedish, right? It's a Swedish company that, you know, that is supporting a minimalist uh, life, lifestyle. Um, and yeah, I'm really struck by your comments, Skip, about, you know, a society that hoards. I mean, we really collectively, um, I mean, I'm just thinking of all the big box stores and then all of the. Um, sort of resale stores that have to exist in order to manage the, you know, overflow of inventory from the big box stores, (laughs) you know, I mean, we have um, a massively, you know, macro level organization of hoarding. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That was good.
1: (laughs) That that was so, so amazing. I love you, Rev. That was so amazing. Um, What (laughs) does, what does come to mind for, for me, I don't know if this is on the same thing of, um, of what we're talking about, but it is in kind of a way it does fit in. When I was in ministerial school, we had an assignment that we had to write our own obituary. We came in, we had to lay on the table. They put a cover over us and we had someone to read our obituary as we're laying on the table. And then we got up and we were reborn, went to a rebirthing ceremony. And it was probably the most powerful thing, yet the most eerie thing, I've ever done, to write my own <laughs> obituary and to, to go and, and, and have a death. And I did come out new. I came out someone different. I came out feeling that I, I had left all my past wow. crap in, on, on, in the coffin, so, so to speak. And then I got up and I felt lighter. I felt refreshed. So I think in that place of coming together to mourn someone, we leave our grief in the cafe. Or we can have the potential of leaving our grief in the cafe over a cup of coffee or tea. Now, I'm really simplifying it. (laughs) I know it's so much more than that. But I see why we come together because it is releasing if we can share.
0: Well, I think like an amazing thing when I was looking into this is just that this in Sweden and that Swedish culture, they just have a different relationship with death. So you would think they have a different relationship with life. They can all openly talk about like, let's clean our stuff. So when we pass away, it's easier. My parents would never go there. I can't even talk to them about the will because of this fear, you know. And so what it brought up for me was burden. Okay. Can can I share a little bit about that? Because how I found out about this is because as those have been listening, you know, we got my husband's old family home, his aunt's home, his mom's home where she grew up and all the stuff, the hoarding from, you know, the house we're living in and the stuff that was here for decades, guys, it was such a burden. And so that's how I found Mandy from Kapakahi Cleaners. And she mentioned this Swedish death cleaning. And I'm still processing that, like, (laughs) this is not the right question, but I kept asking, why me? Like, you know, I just felt like I I was having the burden to go through decades of their family and their culture. So in a bigger sense, I just, you know, this idea of Swedish death cleaning, this purposeful decluttering and releasing, how can we take it to this other level with this discussion we've had today, the burden that we carry because of past beliefs, past generational, uh, you know, ideas of who they are and we're trying to break free to what's new. So yeah, that's a, the, the burden is just how so I'm, I'm coming out of the end of the tunnel of that. I, I really am. But I was like, wow, what was that? And maybe that's where we are now. We're still being suffocated by the old and we want the new, we're longing for that new breath, that lightness.
2: Yeah, I love that. It's beautiful. I'm um so let me ask this about the practice of the death cleaning. Is it it's just the as you live your life, you're constantly releasing clutter? That's yes. the practice, right? It's as soon an ongoing practice. It's not practice. like there's everyone gets together. Ongoing practice. Okay. Yeah. And so to take that to the metaphysical level, right, to take it to our thoughts, the ongoing practice of shedding the old beliefs, um, the mental clutter that we collect about ourselves, the thoughts we about ourselves and about other people, you know, we tend to freeze people in time and, and create a time capsule of a person, you know, and everyone is a dynamic, living, changing, evolving being at, at whatever level they're doing those things at whatever pace. Um, But our our habits are to, you know, for example, back to what we were talking about, some people may freeze Chris Rock and Will Smith in time, you know, at that consciousness without giving space for what either of them may have learned or, you know, grown from out of this experience um, and for anyone else for that matter. So, um, yeah, I think it's a really beautiful thing to take that, you know, into the heart
1: and, and, and too, this is where I, I, believe, you know, for, for me when I'm doing pastoral, um, you know, care or, or doing some type of ministerial counseling, that word, I feel stuck comes up quite a bit and I feel stuck and I don't feel like I'm moving. So this is the time that we get to do the clearing. We get to clear out, we get to cleanse, we get to look at where you're feeling stuck and let's focus on how we can release either thoughts or habits or practices that no longer serve. This is why in visioning and the visioning process um, created by um, Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith, he talks about that one question that's so important. What must I let go of that no longer serves the vision? It's hard to move forward when you have a backpack of junk on your back. It's challenging to move forward. So this is where we get to look at what can I release and let go of. And on that note, ladies, I got to go because I have a doctor's appointment and I love <laughs> you both. I mean, I'm going to cleanse out. I got to go see my doctor. <laughs> and um, I told you, I, I texted her early. I'm only going to stay halfway through and now I'm going to be a little bit late, but it was <laughs> worth it. I'll see
2: y'all next week. Peace love and blessings. You. All right. Thank love you. 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 All right. Blessings. Carry, so, on, ladies. You know, carry a, on, We will get to It is a, a mind, spirit, body experience, right? Right. <laughs> There's it's the all. physical space, right?
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. So,
2: Jackie, you were saying. Yeah. I think you you highlighted- know, and so taking that. Go, go ahead. Sorry, there's some kind of delay. So it's I, good. I, go for it. I was Jackie. just saying that, um, you know, we we took it to the we took it to the spirit and to the you know mental level to what happens in the mind but now that skip has mentioned that the body you know there's also it is what happens in our physical space is an outpicturing of you know the body temple as well you know it's always the outpicturing of what's happening in the inner terrain the inner landscape um and that happens even at the point of our body you know and so um you know i'm thinking about what that looks like to um to release the clutter of just the physical being as well
0: well, I remember when I was, you know, it just felt endless. And, you know, when this, uh the woman from our Wednesday night unity of Hawaii's uh, midweek faith lift said, oh, the mind is, the house is a representation of your mind. That about like, I fell off my seat. I'm like, oh my God, I need to clean this up because <laughs> I, I mean, it was just so packed here. And I want to highlight what, what you had said, Rev Jackie, that, you know, a really great um, lesson key thing to take from Swedish death cleaning is that it's ongoing you know and because she says w- one part in her book you know yes it's something you do you know whatever maybe all the time every month you know once a year Um, but the idea of letting go not only letting go but then looking at your space and then saying are there any problems here she, she gave an example of like you know for people that always lose their keys I can't find my keys Kevin and she's like Take the time and put the hook up. And it sounds like such a simple thing. And I thought of myself, like, how many things do we just live with, right? Like, I can't find this or I can't. I'm like, oh my God, just take the time, be present and put up the hook and make it better as we move on. So, (laughs) yeah.
2: Well, it's like we become so willing to just live with the problem. That you know, and if it doesn't if it's not significant, like I just if I just toss my keys here, keep it in the same place every day, it's not a problem until it's a problem. Maybe they get knocked down or you know the kids go by and knock stuff over, and now, you know, I don't where the kids grab them and put them somewhere because they're playing with them. You know, I, like all of these things, it doesn't seem like a significant problem. and so we don't take the time to fix it. But then, when we sort of build up an immunity to that level, then the next level of a problem, we might also choose to just live with, you know, thinking of people who might live with a chronic pain and just be like, well, I'm fine. I don't want to be a complainer. I just, you know, I'll take an ibuprofen or whatever, you know, whatever, but it's actually a sign of something very serious that's building. And so, you know, at some point um, what seemed to have been very small and insignificant can be, you know, very big and, and life-changing in a way that we wouldn't, want so i i love that you know really taking it to a practice of like oh this may be minor inconvenience how can I just put the hook on the wall and now i've got a safe place to put my keys you yes. know well and applying it to our like you're saying not only
0: metaphysical but just to our inner landscape at least i know that that's something <laughs> that i feel we do because we talk about it here on the show is that I feel like we're always cleaning or always thinking, how do we maximize like, Ooh, that feels that triggered me a little. Let me, let me clean that. So I think for me, it's learning how to translate that attention I give actually now to my house. So I will have to say in this year, we've been together. I have a different relationship with my things and I have this love for my house and like deliberate care, you know, of like making things look nice. And so I, I think we—I was never like that. Where are you? We know where Rev Skip is. He's all about, you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Where are you with that? You know, I'm—I'm kind of in a similar transition as you are. It, you know has not necessarily been something that has been very important to me or that I've made a priority, but to my wife, it's very important. And so, you know, us coming together and co-creating a home, I've had to make it more of a priority and, and she's had to be more patient about that. (laughs) So, but, but what I've, I've been able to realize the benefit of like, Oh, it feels so much better to be in a clear and clean space. It feels so much better to be in a space that feels inviting to me. Um, you know, so what I think it seems of, like such a simple, like yeah, the moment, but, yeah, <laughs> but it's big, but yeah. that's what Ikea,
0: you know, we're talking about Ikea and I guess their, their culture in Sweden where, um, they, they want efficiency. And you know what, I'm like really thinking about this mm-hmm. on Swedish desk cleaning is really wait, how do you maximize your life and have efficiency and really have the space for the best to come. Cause yeah, we have, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my husband's place. You know what I mean? There's just piles of clothes here and there. And it's just, yeah. it's a representation, I think internally and externally just to start creating yeah. space. Yeah. And yeah. All, all that stuff. So
2: we're going to get yeah. better girl. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are. And, you know, and and to reap the benefit of that, of, you know, creating space and then the habits that you create to maintain that yes. space and yes. you know and so you know when we moved into this house which um was october you know we made a decision to to have a house cleaner come you know every three weeks so it's a little bit more frequent than once a month but not quite yes. twice a month you know and yes. so we have the house cleaners come in it and to support us in our so that in our day-to-day it you know becomes easier to be you know full-time working moms and
1: yes. and
2: and to have time, more time for each other and for the kids, and um, and to be able to enjoy the space as well.
0: Yeah, it's so important. Sa- same thing here. Now I'm like, maybe I need every three weeks, <laughs> you know, because we have every <laughs> every month. But I'm already see- seeing stuff, you know, here and there. Yeah. Uh, another thing yeah. I want to point out that Margareta Magnuson, again, the author of the Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, what she brought up is that it's your what's the word. You're not in denial of, you're Im- embracing the mortality and temporariness, you know, of our lives and even our things. Because I think the point is not to be, you know, so OCD, right? Um, but yeah. I, it really made me think about that, like to appreciate you know, that it's temporary. I don't know. I know you can give deeper meaning to this.
2: (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's huge because, you know, and that's, you know, sort of maybe the trigger, the tie to the death cleaning piece is Mm -hmm. that it's all temporary. Like the physical representation (laughs) of even our own spirit soul is temporary, you know? And so, so why live with, you know, not having a place for your keys? You know, they're like people say, you know, life is too short for this or that. But, but if you flip that, life is too long to not have a place to put your keys. Oh, my God, you know? girl, that's good. <laughs> you know, yeah, have a place for your keys. <laughs> you know? Life is yes. too long to, you know, to suffer and to, you know, to suffer through it. And so really being mindful and of, of the space we occupy internally yes. and externally, yes. I think is is the gift in that practice?
0: Well, when I thought um how kind or conscientious, you know, this practice is, because they're saying you're also you're doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it for those, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. will deal with your stuff. And I mean, I have to be honest, when I when I read that, it just made me really feel, you know, I was in victim mode, thinking like wow, how rude. Like, how come I'm the yeah. one? You know? <laughs> right. <what> I mean. <laughs> and, and I know that's not what it meant, but those are my human feelings of like, sure. it
2: was such a burden, girl. I mean, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. No, but I'm not well, going You, you had,
2: but you had other things you wanted to do with your time, right? And it's sort of it. That's an inheritance. So what's the inheritance yeah. that we well, need and for those? It was far
0: removed. It wasn't mm-hmm. even my own yeah. mom's stuff. It wasn't yeah. even my mother-in-law's stuff. It, it right. you know, it was my aunt's stuff. And the grandmother, you know, I just, so, but that's been yeah. a theme. You're going to help me crack this. Yeah. It's, it's me trying to push away like the work in front of me and, and like my opportunity to love what's here. I'm really mm-hmm. recognizing that right now of me saying like, it's not
2: mine. It's not, but yeah. here it is. It must yeah. be mine. <laughs> it must be. It's, it's mine because it's here right in front of me. Dang it. I know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So I'm still yeah. learning to be with that. <laughs> that's, that's a big one. That's a big one. You know, I'm getting after, um, after Easter kind of clears out starting in May, I'm going to do a sermon series called moving mountains and going to cover kind of just lots of different topics that feel like the big mountains in our life. But that's, you know, that's it. What's facing the mountain in front of us.
0: Yes. Yes. And I don't know if I told you this, but you know, months back we had Quan Cherry, our astrologist, right. And yes, I yes, loved, yes. I loved him so much, Jackie, that I booked a reading and first thing almost out of his mouth he's looking at this whatever you know I've never seen these right the circle with your oh yeah houses you call it houses or your your whole chart yeah 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 and she goes oh your biggest lessons are coming from your in-laws and that's when I was going through all this stuff I was like oh my gosh yeah I was like (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) but uh uh, is that amazing it is isn't that amazing we have to talk about, and maybe it's not. Is it really mapped out in the stars? We're in a whole other topic now, but is it? I mean, yeah, what right. is your <laughs> what is your understanding
2: of that? Well, <laughs> we are all one, right? I mean, yes. we are all one. Yes. And the universe is an outpicturing of what's happening inside, so of course it's mapped out, but... But it's a which came first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing, right? Like, are the stars positioned that way because of what's happening in the the oneness that we are? Yes. And in our finite human minds, we're we're like, we're just like a second away from that. So we look back at the reflection of the stars and and we take that as input when we're actually we're feeding it. That's my theory. (laughs) We're going to need a whole it works other... It works in my little framework. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God, girl. We have two more minutes. What do we want to say?
1: Well, I just I need mean, you to know.
0: Yeah. I just need you to know. Because I'm still feeling like, oh, my God, like I put my foot, foot in my mouth. I mean, about saying... the I'm sorry. I'm back to the beginning of our show. About the name thing. And I know you know where my heart is. But I just... I, Yeah. Yeah. My love is there. And I don't want to minimize yeah, no. what that word means to you and to everyone. But you know, I know you to be this glowing divinity, and that's all I meant when I say throw that word away. Throw any word away. Throw away Filipino. Throw away, what? So anyway, I just I love you. I just need you to know that. And everyone, yeah, uh,
2: I love you, and thank yeah. thank you for that. And yeah, it's you know it's it's challenging to talk about, but yeah. that's what we do, right? We get in there yeah. and we talk about it.
0: But but and I want to leave with this: if the name is important to you, it's important to me.
2: Aloha. Ah. I love you. All right. Love you. Have a great week, everyone. We'll be back. With thank, you. Again. thank you, Jeff.
1: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.